Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. of the Just Press Play pod. We got three Lutheringers and two Greens today. We got Prestige wow. Worldwide with well, Jacob wow. and Tony what's in here and LJ and Pops. And what's, what's going on, guys? Hey. Hey. Oh, man. Oh. Hey. Hey. <laughs> we thought, you know, hey. we, we've heard, and the people have heard, and I've heard y'all's opinions way too much this year. And I need someone <laughs> smarter for all these takes that I have on these prop bets that may be for or against the Chiefs. So we brought in the resident wearing his uh, Chiefs jersey, I might I add, the Patrick Mahomes. It's hideous. Jersey. It's hideous. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> With that 54 Love patch, it. I hate it. So I, I, I meant like I was going to bounce off some some ideas, but then again, I realized that everything that's going to be not for Mahomes or <laughs> for the Chiefs is like, wrong. That's Don't right. <laughs> but we will get into it all. You know, I was thinking we're going to do a lot. We're going to go looking at prop bets for the Super Bowl. We're going to, we've kind of let the, uh, looking at the line, the line's moved a little bit. The over-under has gone down a little lost bit. Lost that we'll hook, didn't we? Actually, we lost that hook. We'll make our, yeah. we'll make our picks. I, I, I forecast it could come back at one point and then go back down. I don't know. We'll see. But we're going to get into it all. And then we're going to talk a little, there's some trades happening. Some We got Matthew Stafford getting dealt, someone we've been talking Big about, time. wanting to get dealt for a while. So I know we'll, have some opinions on that. Maybe talk a little to Sean Watson too. But first, the Super Bowl is here. The NBA is in full swing. You might not be at the game, but you can still get in on the action over at Bet Online. Will the Chiefs go back to back? Can Brady claim ring number seven? Bet Online has all the action you need for the big game, plus hundreds of profits. I mean, they got everything. Like they got one that was like. Whose nose will be seen first out of Bruce Arians or Andy Reid? I mean, they got all <laughs> kinds of stuff out there. Bet Online has got you covered. It gives you the more more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use the promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that is the code Armchair A R M C H A I R at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so we got the game. Um, has anybody first, I want to go, it felt like we were leaning chiefs before. Did we, was that right on that pops? Do you remember where we kind of, I, I think leaning chiefs I, I know I was, and I heard a couple others that the, the hook had bothered me. I really thought it could be a three point game. And so I was a little leery of, of taking the chiefs with three and a half. 
Um, yeah, and as of Monday night, we're recording this on Monday night, so it's gonna it could move around. I think it's gonna hover right around three. It might yeah. bounce to three and a half and then come back down. But as we're recording this, and what we'll make our picks on is Chiefs are favored by three. The over under is at fifty six, which it started fifty seven and a half at some. I think it was fifty seven when we were recording last week. So. It's moved out a whole point. Interesting. That's still, I think, the highest over-under for any Super Bowl ever in Super Bowl history. So, interesting nugget for you there. Um, what do you think, Pops? You still you still Chiefs? You still you feel better, worse? No, I think it, had like say, it was that half that was bothering me. I, I, I still – I think the Chiefs are going to win. I just think there's too much firepower. I'm, I, like I said last week, I'm super excited about this game, and I'm worried about that left tackle spot uh, for Kansas City a lot. A whole lot, um, but I, I I would I'm still would lean towards Kansas City uh, uh, and giving three points away. Well, then let me go straight to Jacob then, because this is some fresh opinion, <laughs> and you I know you're keeping up with that. We talked about how there's a lot of seventh rounders on that offensive line. There's a guy that was cut by the Steelers, I think, yeah. starting at left tackle. Now I think he hasn't played left tackle in like five years. <laughs> um, we know that Bucks offensive or defensive line was is hot right now. JPP's playing like. Lights the old out. JPP Shaq out. Barrett, yeah. Vita Vea's back. I mean, what are your thoughts? Do you think that's going to be a huge issue? I know I was looking at something. Patrick Mahomes has a better QBR against pressure this past year than any other quarterback, just total QBR. So Gross. maybe the pressure doesn't matter to him. What, do you, what are your thoughts about yeah, that offensive line? I think my well, strictly in the trenches, uh, the left tackle being out, Eric Fisher, is tough. Losing your your top pick back in 2013 and now just being the staple of that offensive line for the last two seasons at least while, you're, while you've had Patrick Mahomes starting, that's huge. I think I did see there was a stat, I think, with Fisher starting, the Chiefs are 27-1, and one, I believe. And then with him out, they're 4-4. Four and four. Nice. Um, So uh, drastically different. Um and like you're saying, JPP's playing lights out. I I suspect he'll be playing a lot against whoever's taking over that, or the he'll be playing against a lot that right tackle that hasn't played right tackle like ever. But um, mm-hmm. I'm a little worried. But yeah, I think it helps when you have Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill, where Mahomes can just throw it up if he's pressured, and most likely those guys are going to come down with it 75 percent of the time. So. Um, I'm not too worried, especially given Andy Reid two weeks to game plan for this. I think they'll get that offensive line right, and they'll have the plays in place to to deal with JPP if he is having a monster game. So, do we know what's the uh, situation with Ceh? Is Kyle over to there? Is he playing? Is he healthy? Or? Yeah, as far as I've read, he's he's good to go. Th- these two weeks have been very very helpful for him, and I think the biggest takeaway I've taken. Um, from these bye weeks is Sammy Watkins is practicing again. That's big for Patrick Mahomes to have that bigger target than Miko Hardman to go to when he is pressured like that. Um, he's not. I don't. I don't predict Sammy Watkins to have a monster day like Kelsey and and tra- or that hopefully Kelsey and Tyreek have. But I guarantee he'll have two crucial third down catches. I think that will help them seal this game if not win it. So. I think Sammy Watkins could come back up when we talk a little prop bet. I, mm-hmm. He might have a, he might pop up somewhere. <laughs> um, Tony, let's go. Let's we mentioned prop bets. Uh, we'll get to our picks for the game in a second. What is? Do you have a prop bet that you've seen that you like, whether on the field, off the field? Yeah, there's two that I've seen, um, and uh, from different uh, different ones. And I'll tell you the one that I really like. Uh, believe it or not, is uh field goals um 
I, I you can get a prop on three or more field goals. And I think with the way these offenses are going to be moving down, I, instead of a punt, a field goal is the equal equalizer to a punt in this game, I think. So uh, Kansas City has shown the ability to let teams go back at, back and forth down the field but not score. So uh, I suspect if you can get uh, good odds, if you can take two and a half if you're doing over-under, get two and a half for uh, field goals. Or if you can get a three plus field goal uh, prop and get some and get some juice on it, I really like that. the The other one I've seen that I think was interesting is uh, a sack for Chris Jones. Ace any sack, just one sack was a plus one fifty, and so you're getting one and a half on that. And I, I like that. I Tom Brady's been sacked quite a bit here down the stretch and we As saw that against late, the Packers. I feel like they've kind of been the Packers were there but yeah. they protected him pretty well in the first two playoff games I thought. Yeah, but Chris Jones, man, he's he's the studly for He's a monster. for the Chiefs and uh I I, I like that too. But I I, I like I, I think there's going to be three or more field goals in this game at least. And so there's actually some decent money out there to be had on that field goal line. Well, so interestingly, I was seeing that the Chiefs are, I think, the top team scoring in the red zone, scoring touchdowns in the red zone. However, when they played the Bucks last, the Bucks, I mean, the, they beat the Bucks. Don't get me wrong. The Chiefs beat them, and they won by. They were up by a lot early, but they weren't great in the red zone. I think they got there four times and kicked a bunch of field goals. So again, make sure I like that prop bet of field goals. I think that yeah. could happen, and I think Tom Brady is going to. I don't think this game he's going to throw interceptions. I, I, he might even be a little conservative at times, and like getting close because he knows we can't throw interceptions against. I, there was a couple times where Rodgers, we talked about Rodgers couldn't score after they picked off Tom Brady. Mahomes is going to score. If you give the Chiefs offense a lot of chances, they're going to put up some points. So I, I like that one. One uh, prop bet that I saw that I liked, an in-game one, I saw over on Bet Online total touchdown passes in the second quarter for Patrick Mahomes at .5. I am hammering that. I looked at He's hit. A, he's thrown a touchdown in the last five second quarters, and I've kind of seen the. I, I've seen the Chiefs start slow. I mean, we've seen it a lot. They start slow and then they come roaring back, and I could see them kind of having to figure out, okay, what do we do? How do we adjust with no Eric Fisher? And I can also see Todd Bowles scheming up something really good in the first quarter. I think the Bucks get out to an early lead. Now, I'm not saying I think I'm still t- taking the Chiefs to cover even, but I think the Bucks get out to a first quarter lead, and then those Chiefs come around. They figure things out. Andy Reid always does. And I think Mahomes throws for probably two touchdowns in the second quarter. I think getting one is is easy. What do you think about that, Jacob? You think that that start early I, for Buckingham? I think it's a great game? analysis. Uh, if you could have seen the text message, text messages between me and Tony at the, the beginning of that Bills game, I was not happy one bit. And then, of course, Chiefs come roaring back and score, I think, three touchdowns in the second quarter. I If I remember correctly, I'm not – I need to double-check that, but – no, that's a good bet. Half it's it's a half, so basically just one touchdown in the second quarter. He just needs a, a touchdown. Touch, oh, he just needs to throw. I, a I'd touchdown. put the house on it. <laughs> if, I had, if I had a house, I would. If I had a house, <laughs> I think it's a no-brainer. If they don't, if he doesn't score a touchdown in the second quarter, they're probably not winning the game. So, but yeah, I. I think that's kind of where, and it's not, you shouldn't anchor too much of your bets down on one area, but I, I really think the Bucks start strong. There was another couple like uh, the Bucks scoring, a, it was 0.5, half a touchdown in the first quarter. So you can hit the over on that. And then I, I think I might sprinkle a little on Tampa Bay leading after the first by one to six and by 
seven, just put it on both. So you get odds either way. As long as they're winning, they're both plus once one to six is plus 500. Uh, seven plus is plus 325. So you get good odds. And that now if Kansas City's winning after the first, then I'm screwed. I just lose that money. <laughs> but I really just, I really think Kansas City starts slow, but I, I think they get things figured out. And Super Bowl is kind of, I'm curious to know, Pops, what you think the over-under is really high in this, sitting at like 56. Uh, Super Bowls tend to teams start out slow. You know, you're kind of, you're you're kind of a little it's antsy. You're you mess up, and I've seen a lot of first quarters of Super Bowls where we don't get a lot of points. Do you think that affects your thoughts on the over under? Would you go underneath? I would tend to go over on this. It seems like what they do is you know they're tight in the first half. They make some adjustments, and then and then in the second half. Uh, and, and I'm saying this anecdotally. I haven't done the, the the study on it, but it does seem like more points come in the second half. And I I just think both of these offenses are able to put some points on the board. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'm saying that and I'm thinking, well, I wonder how that Kansas City defensive backfield is going to do on those receivers if they're going to be like they were with Buffaloes. Uh, but uh, but yeah. I, I think I would lean to the over. I would lean to the over uh, on that. Hmm. I, I think most Super Bowls have gone under in recent past besides that um, it was the Patriots-Falcons was the last one to go over. But as we know, that took overtime and a a miraculous comeback by Tom Brady. So that that took a lot, a lot of extra stuff. LJ, is there any on this game as far as prop bets or just anything about the game? What, what's something you got for us today? Well, so the most interesting prop bet I've seen, and I, I think I know the answer to it, but it, I'm I'm going to be watching it is uh, so Tom Brady interceptions, which is going to be more Tom Brady or in, interceptions or waste management Phoenix Open hole in ones. So interceptions. Well, this sounds dumb, but did you know that in the last 33 years, there have been nine hole-in-ones on hole 16 on that course? Well, that is, isn't that the party hole? There's like a name for that hole. It's like, uh, my buddy Ryan Huntsy went to that golf course. It was like a bucket list for him. He wanted to go there and he wanted to go on <laughs> hole 16 because apparently it's the, I think it's a three par. Yeah. You have a chance it's to, a three par. Like yeah. they're allowed to yell and stuff. Too, ah, that's yeah. interesting, LJ. I would have just assumed like no brainer. Yeah. He'll throw a pick and there won't be a hole-in-one. Uh, that, that one but it is me. so it's minus a thousand for the pick and it's plus 550 for the hole in one so um it'd be hard to make some money on that uh without <laughs> multiple hole in ones but hmm. so if it's plus 550 i mean you could just throw a little you throw little, a little bit little, out of it, little, yeah. little eatsy, eatsy, i'm gonna eatsy. be watching it i think that'll yeah. be fun to see yeah. i don't know Pops, was there any, did you catch any props? That well, I, you, like? you know, I don't know if these are interesting, but it just seems like to me almost a no brainer. I saw that. How many times will they show Roger Goodell on the, on the screen? <laughs> yeah. and, and it was mm-hmm. for plus it's one, one and a half and plus and over one and a half is, is plus one fifty. I'm like, I think I'm going to put some money on that. I think they'll show Goodell at least twice. Uh, you know, because uh, they're going to the do, they're going to have so. their couple of different times where things get slow. And Nance is like, because they do every broadcast is like, well, you know, they've every game got played this year. Nothing got canceled amid the pandemic. And they're going to pat Goodell on the back because I feel like that's what you do. Because you, if you're CBS, they want to men, get, keep good relations. So it, they need to show them two times. Yeah, that's what we one, need. one and a half is the over under. So I'm taking the over and that's at a plus 150. So I'm going to do that. The other one, and I'm kind of on the field goal thing with Tony. I saw, I saw a plus one point five on field goals was one oh five was a plus one oh five. So I, I'm sure you can tease that one way or another. But the other one that intrigues me 
is, is there a two-point conversion attempt? If there is one, yes, it's plus 130. And it just seems like we've seen some two-point conversion attempts, you know, yeah. in the playoffs and Super Bowl. So I, I'm probably going to toss a little little change it. it. It just has to be an attempt. It doesn't have to yeah. Yeah, you don't have to. You're not saying it's successful. You're just saying they just got to go for two at some point. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. The Chiefs are going to do it at some point. They just are. Well, uh, one other interesting, Tony, talking about the Chiefs. So, a successful fourth down conversion, yes, is (laughs) minus 360. (laughs) I mean, because (laughs) Arians and Reed, they're going for a fourth down somewhere. There is just Mm -hmm. no doubt about that. So the odds aren't in your favor for the successful fourth down conversion. I did see just some fun ones here. I did see, I thought LJ would like this, a clip of John Gr- John Gruden to be shown during the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, guaranteed. Well, from guaranteed, Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah, right. Because, yeah. The yes is plus 110, so it's a guarantee. It's easy money. It's free money. Free uh, money. There was a couple other I had. And this one, I, I, I'm, I'm curious to know y'all's opinion on this. How many times... Will the word Belichick be said during the broadcast, Tony? <laughs> I, you, we know this. I think pregame, there's all kinds of talk about oh, the Patriots, Belichick, Brady, Belichick. Who's who's right? Who's better? But in game, do you think they're going to do a lot of Patriots Brady talk, or you think they'll try to avoid that because it's at one over under one? I, I, the, I think before the game starts, there's going to be at least two because um, I'm sure they'll say, "Well, I'm sure Bill Belichick wishes he was here with Tom Brady," and then there'll be that, well. I don't know if Brady misses Tom Belichick or he didn't need Tom Belichick to get here. But once the yeah. game starts, I'm not I don't know that they will. So game time, I don't that's know. That's kind of that's why at first when I saw it, I was like, oh, guaranteed. But then I'm thinking, oh no, pregame, they'll say it. It'll come up like they'll have a whole segment probably on it. But once the game starts, I think I have a feeling like Nance and Romo, because my first thought was like, oh, hammer, and I bet that's what the average person would probably do. But I think Romo and Nance are gonna know. Let's stick to the game. Let's not do the whole Patriots, Tom Brady, Belichick. Let's just talk about Bruce Arians, Tom Brady, whatever, you know. Uh, Let's see. Will the word burger be said by Andy Reid? <laughs> if you remember after they won last year, what did he say? He wanted to get a cheeseburger or something? Yeah, a cheeseburger, I think so. Maybe. <laughs> the no is at a minus 400 the yes that plus 250 i think that got such a reaction last year if you think the chiefs win i bet he says something again about a burger don't you think pops i think there's a good chance for it and it's what did you say plus i think andy reed likes him a plus 250 for yes you just need to say the word burger it could be cheeseburger it could be bacon burger bacon cheeseburger i bet anything. he's got a sponsorship deal i mean i, I bet he's Gonna get paid to say it this year. Yeah, I think yeah. he wins. He's gonna even if it's just like a tongue. Like yet last year, I think it was like that was really what he was just being fun. Andy Reid this year, like he even knows like if they win, he'll probably go. Oh, I'll give them what they want. They want to hear me say I'm gonna go get a cheeseburger. Get <laughs> me another cheeseburger. <laughs> now they need to win. I don't yeah. think you're gonna hear yeah. him say burger if they take a loss. But yeah. yeah. Um. Do you know LJ? I wasn't sure. I I saw bets. It looked like. The way Bet Online has it, there's like a bet for Will or CBS Biden Super Bowl interview, word first said by him. So that makes me think, yeah. okay, there has to be an interview, right? And I don't know. I unless, don't know. Yeah. Unless maybe it's pregame. I was thinking it was going to be at halftime. And if that were the case, there was a, a prop on uh, how many times will Biden be said over under at uh, 0.5. 
So I thought if there's a halftime interview, they're definitely going to like Nance going to say, all right, stick around during the halftime show. You know, we got the president, new president of the United States, blah, blah, blah. And he'll say Biden. But if it's pregame, there's no reason for him to say Biden. I don't think they're going to. I'm thinking if it's pregame, I need to do my, my research on this now. But I don't think they're going to do any politics during the game. I think Romo and Nance probably been told by the men upstairs, the men and women upstairs to say, hey, Trump, Biden, you just leave it all out. We're talking football. We're talking That's football. It. Yeah. Because there's no reason to try to alienate anybody. Hey, neither one of those guys are from either one of these cities. So really, nobody's. They won't care. be in attendance. So, yeah. Yeah. It's not like yep. this is in Miami. Was- it's not going to be at Mar-a-Lago. I'll on the polo there was somewhere, so right, we'll be I fine. wrote that down though. If there's an interview at <laughs> halftime of Biden and it's zero point five, I I'm putting some dead presidents on that I for tried, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to look it up, but I couldn't really find. So I'm gonna kinda keep my eyes open and if I I'm seeing that it's thing, not even a guarantee that there will be an interview, but there might be. It's kind of confusing is what I'm finding. So that's one of those, you know, come Sunday morning, I might kind of see what CBS is teasing a little bit and if i see that there's a biden halftime interview you better believe like dad said there's gonna be some dead presidents on that uh there was something i can't quite find it now but there was a bet on uh tony romo it was tony romo to mention his family or kids and i think it was like 1.5 tony romo does mention his kids a lot it's 0.5 it's over under 0.5 oh yeah because there was all that, that good moment where Tom Brady went and hugged his son, like looking for his son. I, I could see Romo. Then I don't know. Maybe he tries not to talk about himself in the Super Bowl. I, that one's just me. And it, all, it just gets me back to the whole thing. All these like what will be said and all this. How does that work? Like Romo and Nance can look at the bets. Can't they just go put the house down on Biden will not be said? And That's just a good not point. Say it? Yeah. I don't understand how that works unless like the NFL is like, hey, look. Well, I would imagine no bookie would take their money, right? Unless they were. Yeah, but that's why Romo calls up his boy Kevin and says, hey. <laughs> well, true, true, you go. true. <laughs> Car payment. Give you a little split don't there. You, don't you think that's what happens at Christmas when all the friends come over and, and Jim's are okay, give me your list. What is it you, you know, what did you want me to say? What, what's yeah, what's yeah. this year's yeah, Super Bowl yeah. code words? Who who wants? That'd be a hell of a gift. Here's, That'd be a hell of a gift. Everybody, you bet fifty bucks. Let's not make it too big. Tell me fifty bucks on which <laughs> which way you're going, and I'll make sure it happens. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Either way, regardless of what you are, if you're into the game, if you're more into the commercials and halftime show, if you're into like the national anthem, they got bets on how long the over under for the national anthem. They got bets on the primary color of Miley Cyrus's hair. Will yep. we see Miley Cyrus's midriff? Will we see side boob? From side Miley boob. Cyrus? I saw that. Yep. Side boobage from Miley Cyrus. <laughs> They're all out there. So regardless of what you're looking for, they they have a bet for you over at Bet Online. And again, put that promo code Armchair in there. I do want. Is there any other prop bets that we want to mention before going into? I've always our wanted to bet game? on side boob, though. I guess I gotta go do that. <laughs> Today's your chance. Well, Bet Online is giving you that option. Let's finish with. One side more prop bet before we get to our picks on the game. Super Bowl MVP. Obviously, we know the odds are it's a quarterback. Mahomes is at minus 115. Brady's at 240. Is there any... I want to... First, I'll ask you this, Jacob. If it's not going to be Mahomes and Brady, so the next two favorites are Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. Is there one you like specifically out of those two? Uh, No, because I think if one of them has it, then it'll probably go to Mahomes, I would think, because he's 
I don't, I don't expect this to be like a target one person kind of game. So if one of them goes I mean, off, if Tyreek Hill does what he did last time against the Bucks, I highly doubt that. I mean, we'll see. They're miss, they're, those safeties are still one's doubtful and one is still uh, questionable. So we'll see if both of them play. I think only one's going to though. But uh, my my dark horse would be the Honey Badger if it's not going to be Mahomes. Because I like that. Yeah, because yeah, like you know he's probably got good odds. And he's and he's gonna have to probably have a hell of a game against Tyron Matthew plus sixty six hundred. He's got the same odds as Pierre Paul and Shaq Barrett. I think it's a good bet. Um, but the last time a defensive player won the MVP, I believe it might have been the Bucks. I can't. Dexter Jackson, I think, was his name. Maybe that that would take a. What would it take for Tyron Matthew to get it? Like a pick six or a scoop and score? He had to score a touchdown. Well, right? I would say. I mean, based on how they used him against the Bills, he was all over the ball, I feel like. he had. I think he dropped a couple interceptions even. But I would say one pick, and then they've been blitzing him every now and then, actually. If he gets a pick in a, in a sack fumble, maybe, I could see it. So, But I would just love to see him. So your, it, non-quarter, your non-quarterback long shot would be Honey Badger? Honey Badger, you go with? yeah. Otherwise, Pops, you, were you going to say that too? Or? I, no, I was totally in line with with that. The only other one I would even guess is Devin White had such a great game last week. I mean, if if he gets you know a pick six or something, and he could, um, you know, I, Devin White is is a very dark horse. But I I'm I'm Honey Badger. I think Honey Badger is the guy that for the odds for the money is the best bet. Tony, what about you? Is there a non quarterback pick that you would take? Um. Just a long shot. Even if you're not going to actually do it, if you were, if I told you you had to put a hundred dollars on somebody yeah. that's not named Brady or Mahomes, uh, yeah, I would. I would probably go Kelsey. I don't. That sounds Kelsey? sounds so boring to say. If if I'll say this, there is no way a Tampa Bay player other than Tom Brady gets the MVP. I, I just don't see how that happens. But with Kansas City, I, I, Honey Badger's cool. I, I do like that, but. Um, I think Kelsey has the opportunity, Jake. So if if uh, it looks like at least, uh, uh, is it Whitehead or I? Can't, Whitehead's the doubtful with a shoulder White, and doubtful. Winfield probably. Win, will Winfield probably. Will be Winfield's back. the one I think's yeah, better. Winfield's the one I like. Whitehead's better. got multiple injuries. So. Yeah, he's got a labrum, torn labrum. I, he's probably out. I Kelsey is really set to just demolish the Bucks, but we'll see. Um, We'll see. Would you say is Devin White kind of a? I mean, he's a faster linebacker. Could he be a kind of your tight end cover? No, you don't think so. He's too small, no. I think, for Kelsey. I think it's definitely going to take a safety to try to try to not lock him down, but just hold on to him. <laughs> and Jacob, what did I read? Is Kelsey two sixty? Is that how he's big up, he is? He, he's bigger than people think. He, he is he, an agile he's man. Wiry. He is two sixty because he doesn't look that heavy. This is. This is uh, why me and Tony have great conversations because he's been on here twice now saying that Tyree Kill is the greatest athlete on the field, which I would say he is. We did not disagree, but Kelsey is a lot closer than people think for how he moves. So yeah, six five two fifty five, two sixty. Oh, that, that's that's a big. Rob Gronkowski is two sixty five, so they're about the same size. I would not have get. I would think Rob's. I would like, think Gronkowski, Gronkowski bigger. was bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Kelsey's the interesting pick because to win this, if you're not Brady or Mahomes, which like we've mentioned a hundred times, most likely it, it goes to the quarterback who wins, especially nowadays, but you'll need to catch multiple touchdowns. I think Kelsey's most likely to catch. I have one of those 15 catches with a couple touchdowns. Now 
The thing is, though, Tyreek Hill is the guy that can break those long ones, and that yeah. that can be what gets it. Like, That's say it's an ugly game, and then Tyreek Hill gets an eighty-yard touchdown that breaks the game wide open. I, that might be what gets. I would it. say that after their Week Twelve meeting, Tyreek Hill is probably not going to have the same game. <laughs> um, if, I, if I'm Todd Bowles, yeah. I'm like, damn it, that is that's one guy that will not. I think, yeah, I think if you're Todd Bowles, Bowles, you're saying, you know what, we're going to ride or die by taking away Tyreek because you got to pick one. You can't take on both, and so if you got to pick one and just hope that you can hang with them, then I think they're going to pick Tyreek Hill just because of the backflip into the end zone and the game he had against them. They're not happy. Well, yeah, with him, they, they so. tried. They tried though. Let's just take out Kelsey and see if Tyreek Hill can beat us, and he did in one quarter. Yeah, so yeah exactly. I think they might go away from that one. So I am curious to see uh, that Devin LJ, White though. Like I think oh, I, I'm. I think this game is big for the running backs of the Chiefs. I think I think Williams is going to have to have a great rushing game, and Clyde Edwards-Helaire is going to have to catch multiple passes out of the backfield, especially with Eric Fisher being out. They're going to have to get rid of that ball pretty quick. I think so. If Devin White can shut down. Uh, CEH, that's going to be very interesting to see how they adjust. <clears throat> Devin White is looking at it. He's the top defensive player with the best odds. So he's plus 5,000. He's got the best, most likely to win it, according to Vegas, out of any defensive player. I just don't think, I don't see, I see like, I like your Honey Badger pick probably better just because I don't think Devin White's going to get interceptions or big plays. He just might shut down that passing game, which means a lot of tackles, but a lot of tackles doesn't get you an doesn't MVP. Get you MVP. Yeah. A touchdown. LJ, I haven't heard from you yet. LJ, what do you got? Who's a non-quarterback that can win MVP? Well, first thing is I want you to put some respect on Von Miller's name. Um, oh, a little upset. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's why he's been quiet because I said the last defensive player and I just uh, totally yeah. forgot. Yeah, right. you go all the way back to like 2003. Like, come on, man. Um, <laughs> I mean, Von, Von, if you're, let me pause, guys. Von, if you're listening. I apologize. I know you're probably just on your chicken farm right now, hanging out, just having a good time. And then your earbuds, your AirPods go off and you hear Kevin just disgracing your name. I apologize. I apologize. So now that that's out there, LJ, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to find all the quarters I can find in the dryer and I'm just going to put that on Ryan Suckup to win the MVP. Wow. That's um, a lot of odds. Because I don't care. I do not care about this game. And so, if I, you know, if I can put 75 cents on Ryan Suckup and lose 75 cents or make like you know what a quarter mil i don't know those odds are pretty it's long so wow yeah. that's a lot of he has the, it's a lot he's of got the goal. he's tied for the worst he's tied for the worst odds of anybody on bet online right now with Le'Veon bell at plus fifteen thousand or fifty thousand. So LJ, it. if you find if you can just find yourself four, four quarters, quarters, just quarters, find four quarters, quarters and put hey, it on there, you need to get a hundred dollars. I'll, I'll, I'll step up with you there, LJ. If you need that extra yeah, quarter, I mean, you just <laughs> let me know. Well, I, I missed out on GameStop, so you know, here <laughs> we go. Right. <laughs> you know, a guy I don't even see him listed. Someone I kind of wanted, but I don't see him. Just as a total long shot, kind of like LJ, just throw a buck on there, something real small. We we talked about Sammy Watkins. I think he could be a dark horse. I really think. You try, I don't know if you can take out Kelsey or Tyreek Hill, but you try your best and you just say, whoever beats us, beats us. And mm-hmm. I, Demarcus Robinson's now probably not playing, right? He's on the COVID list. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be McCole Harbin, who's up there. He's got decent chances out of the dark horses. I could see Sammy Watkins having a big game just because I still think he's decent. That one's interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the game. Let's go straight to what our final picks for the game are going to be. First, we got to start with LJ. What are you going to put your money towards instead of betting on the Super Bowl? Like so, you said uh, last week. So I saw that you can order. I don't know if you guys have you eaten Pequods with me. I saw you can order that um, 
to be delivered anywhere in the country. So I might go get some Pequods and have that um, with Hannah over Super Bowl Sunday while we we wait for the halftime show and then turn it off otherwise. So how do, that's how probably does, what I'll do. <laughs> how does that work? Like, do you have to deliver it like today? No, or? I think they I think they deliver it like in dry ice, like, you know, those meat boxes and stuff like that. I think it's the same concept, you, like throw it in the oven yourself or whatever. So, while so I we're might lo- do that. While we are losing money on the game, you're going to have Pequots and you're going to be enjoying yeah, yeah. a nice, nice warm Pequot. Yeah, you can't lose. You can't lose. I mean, it's going to be just great. So that's probably what I'll do. Awesome. <laughs> All right, let's go to the game. Let's start with, I want to, we, we kind of heard our thoughts a little bit last week. So I want to know, Jacob, what do you got? Chiefs minus three is the line. What are you? Gonna oh, do? it's Chiefs. It's it's automatically Chiefs. No doubt. No, I, no doubt. I got to I'll keep my cool in the first quarter when they're down seven, and then I'll I'll, be, I'll feel better <laughs> when it, they're only down three at half, and then I'll feel really good when they're up fourteen going into the fourth. <laughs> so it'll be okay. So you think it, now? <laughs> I understand. There's a, probably a little bias here, but you're saying it's not even the three's not even going to be in question by the time I, the game comes. To I don't think so. I think I think if you're going to see a couple more jet sweeps even than they've been using to try to, to try to help that O-line. You're just, I think Clyde edwards I think, is going to have a big make, game. Make those ends at least pay yeah. attention to And so I think sweeps. if you can have any kind of success on the on the ground, it's a done deal, I feel like, for the Chiefs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Well, so, Pops, he's not even worried about that hook. Put the hook on there. He's fine. He's the hammering down. Uh, what are, are you now for sure going to? Yeah, well, I, you know, you actually, I think I might be changing my mind. I, who did LJ take? I kind of I kind of backed out Pequots. for a minute. Pequots. Pequots? <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he's getting – he's ordering a pizza. He's, okay, he's so while he, we've been uh, on the game, he's ordering a pizza. You know, with – you, <laughs> I mean, I just kind of forgot about Shaq Barrett. I mean, you know, yeah. Shaq Barrett, JPP – Devin White. Vita Vea's back. Uh, He's really good on the, uh, the What's it? Winfield's at safety, right? He's an all-pro yep. safety. Rookie. Um, yep. mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Arians is the coach Andy Reid is. I will say that. Um You know what? I'm gonna take I'm gonna the, take Tampa Bay. I just think I'm gonna take Tampa Bay because give me the I want the three, but uh but I think they, they could win. I think Tom Brady will be prepared. Uh um I I'm taking Tampa Bay. I'm taking Tampa Bay at uh, plus three. So this is just some stuff I've read a lot. I've, I've been kind of keeping up with it. And I've read this. Uh, if you're interested, like Pops, and going with the uh, Bucks, if that line gets back up to three and a half, the last every playoff game so far, that line has moved in half a point in favor of the Bucks because apparently the sharp betters, the big betters, are putting a lot of money on Tom Brady come game day. And that's moving line. So I would suggest if you're like Pop, do it now. Maybe wait around. Oh. Wait around. Well, no, I was going to say wait around till that three and a half that hook comes back. Oh, yeah. So at okay. least you get an extra half a point. But if you see that, just assume it's probably going to move a half a point in the to favor the Bucks if, at some point. So just just be aware. Yeah. Um, Tony, what say you? Man, I um, so I'm a big believer in the Chiefs by three. Um, so I, I think you gotta, you gotta buy the hook on either side. If you want to go with the chiefs, buy the hook to two and a half. So you get the chiefs with three, or if you want the bucks buy the hook to get to three and a half or wait for it. Um, you know, and stranger things happen there. There are, there are guys who are now, uh, uh, broken, penniless, uh, living on the corner who waited for the hook and, uh, <laughs> and never, never, never took it. So I, I'd say, you know, if you want, if you want the bucks, go buy the hook and get three and a half. Um, 
it may cost you, you know, you know, $5 on a $25 bet on your return. But I, I, that's where I would be. And at three and a half, I like the bucks two and a half. I like the chiefs. Uh, just where I'm at now. I, Jacob is right. I think if the chief, the, the chiefs could have the better chance of blowing this thing wide open. I mean, if, if they, the bucks, I, I like that the bucks are kind of come out and probably get a lead. Uh, and, if for, uh, unless they absolutely smash the Chiefs in the mouth um, with a couple of big plays or a pickoff or something, I don't see how the Chiefs don't come storming back and score 21 unanswered or 24 unanswered. The only thing that scares me is that this could get kind of funky and a couple of, um, couple of two-point conversions either go or don't go, and all of a sudden, or a missed extra point, all of a sudden we're off of that what the score is supposed to be freaking NFL moving the extra point line back 10 yards really screwed everybody. Um, well, Ryan Suckup's not missing one. I know that. Ryan Suckup is not missing one. <laughs> Bucker will, though. Bucker has in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, he's he doinked that he's doinked that goalpost on both sides. That was an arrowhead, uh, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, so that's my call. I, so if, if it, the line is three, it's a push. I'm buying, right now, if I had to, I'm buying the half point and taking the Buccaneers to cover. If if I, I kind of agree with y'all, it feels like the way y'all are going. If if the Bucks were to win, the scenario for the Bucks to win, it's close. It's it's a nail biter. How, but the Chiefs, on the other hand, I, if they win, I think like y'all are saying, they blow it open. They get up by nine or ten at some point in the second half, or maybe more, and the Bucks are clawing to get back. So I, I think I'm picking. I'm going Chiefs. I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna bet against Mahomes in that offense. I'm not betting against Mahomes and Andy Reid and Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. I just don't think you can stop all three of them. I just even without. Whoever is at running back, I just don't see it happening. Pops, I did want to ask you: Is there any reason? I, I mean, I, I know you're picking the Bucks, but do you think that home field advantage of them playing in Tampa Bay is that a big added bonus? Or no, no, it's not. It's not to me. And something I forgot to mention, though, I do think Fournette and Ronald Jones have the potential to control the clock and and maybe get a couple of you know Rob. Kansas City have a couple of possessions, and, and, and that's what they have to do. They have to run the ball, and that defense has to come up big. So, to answer your question, I, I don't think home field's going to be that big, except they all get to sleep in their own beds, which is not completely – That does do something. That does do something. Yeah, uh, it does. I don't know that they will be sleeping in their own beds. I, I, I haven't seen this, but two days or three days before the game, are they going to lock them down so that we don't get a – Get a oh, positive for COVID? COVID test? Yeah, I guess that's a I very... haven't heard if they're going to do that, but... Well, so from I'm what sure I've heard, did. just... I don't... They might have a plan, but I, they, at some point, I think it was Sunday, they crossed the line of, from this day forward, if you if you, you pop up on the list, even if it's a false positive, whatever, like... You're done. Or not false positive, because you can get multiple negatives in a row, but if you have a close contact, whatever it is, you're done. So, like, if, if you're on either one of these teams... You better be if they're not putting you in a hotel. You better be. I, I heard Mahomes say the only thing he's doing is practicing and then going back to his wife, practicing and going back to his wife. So he said he's not going anywhere, which is a smart bet. Uh, but you know the NFL doesn't have a plan. Down. They don't have a plan. Come on, guys. Well, they <laughs> the like NFL. to go by the, the no plan plan, which you know sometimes. That was a good one. All right, so it looks they ain't got no plan. Well, I got I, I, so so we were talking about home field advantage though. I, I got a little fun fact: the the Bucks might be at home, but the Chiefs actually have their head groundsman there because the the person who has prepped every single field for every single Super Bowl has been this guy named uh, George Toma, who's known as the Sod Father, and uh, and <laughs> he is 
Yeah, he is. He has prepped every single Super Bowl. He's also a Kansas City dude. Um, yeah. After he served in Vietnam, he he moved to Kansas City, and um, so you know, just pretty cool fact. We'll see who's really got the home field advantage. Okay, dude. Well, I, I have just, hey, for just the- look, I have met George Toma. I have George have Toma really? autograph somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he was a big royal. He was the royal. He's a Hall of Famer. Keeper, and whereas one day and at. Jacob won't remember. We got into Royal Stadium. We got a little ticket. You go around. You could go around the edge of the field. You couldn't get That's out on so the grass. Cool. So you could go around the edge. And um, yeah, I yeah, I've met him. He's got a he's got he's a busting old guy now. He just kind of he's ninety one. Yeah, he just points. I want to. He's ninety one and he's doing the 91. grass at Raymond James Stadium. <laughs> he's doing like a square. He he's he like <laughs> he's yeah. doing a square and he's delegating. <laughs> Well, yeah. kick ass! I'm pa- I, hell. I'm proud of him. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. I did not think we were going to get a George Toma drop. So I, I didn't know who he was until today. <laughs> That's the next. Great what are you doing? Right there, you let the grass grow high, right? You let the grass grow high for Team Speed. Uh, you got Last saying. Dance, Tiger Woods, and now the Sod Father. I mean, we, we can do it. <laughs> I did double check just to make sure, and, and Tony already confirmed he can confirm that George Toma. I was making sure LJ, because we've had this where LJ starts throwing shit out. <laughs> sounds good. But George, I'm looking it up. George Toma, the world-famous groundskeeper who's overseen the field for 52 Super Bowls, two Olympics, and a World Cup, is back in action for Super Bowl 55. That, Holy crap. Shout out to George Toma, oh, yeah, man. man. The, sod father. the Sod Father. The Sod Father. <laughs> Do they call his son the Sod Father, too, you think? Or? Yeah. Sod Father, too. He, he Maybe just Michael. <laughs> Michael. All right, so we moved to the. I want to move over to the the blockbuster trade that we had. But is there any other final Super Bowl thoughts to throw in? Yeah. So one thing here, and and I want to talk about. We mentioned we've kind of alluded to it. So I think there are always those key players. They may not be the MVPs, but there are key players that make a difference. And here's where I think they are on both sides of the football. Here, we've already mentioned him, Sammy Watkins. There are going to be some crucial third down catches made by Sammy Watkins in this game because I do think they're going to key on Tyreek. I do think they'll double or triple um, uh, Kelsey at some point, and Sammy Watkins is going to have to have some big third down catches for the Chiefs to be successful. And on the other side, Ronald Jones. And, and, and so he's been fighting this quad contusion, but the last half of the season he really came on Fournette has done a decent job in in the playoffs, but we've seen every single game. The first three passes they throw to Fournette, he drops. I mean, he just skill a hand, drops them. <laughs> Jones doesn't do that, but Jones has breakaway speed that Fournette doesn't have, and it's one thing that you can get the Chiefs on is breakaway speed with the running back. If he gets 10 or more carries, I, I think the Bucks may give the Chiefs a run for their money, and we, you know, we may be inside that three points. Uh, so uh, I, I think Ronald Jones is a key to the game for the Buccaneers. Yeah, I, the last I looked, it's still – they won't say he's 100%. I mean, he's going to play. It's in, We'll see where he's at. I mean, playoff Lenny, what they're calling him now. He's actually had a really good playoffs. I mean, I know he, I am with you. It seems like every couple of games or every game, there's a couple of drops where he looks at his hands or looks around like, oh, I don't know what happened. It's like, well, I know what happened. You dropped the damn ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he scored, I think, seven touchdowns in six playoff games total now. I mean, he, yeah. and if he's decent and then Ronald Jones is healthy, we know, and Dad talked about this earlier, the key to beating the Chiefs, run the ball. I, I did want to real quick, uh, Jacob, they're in the bottom half in the regular season stopping the run. 
Has that got better over the course of the playoffs? I, they played the Bills, who they don't even know how to That's, win the ball. Yeah. So I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I will say I did love uh, the rushing defense we had. I say we, the Chiefs had uh, on, on, <laughs> on third and shorts and fourth and shorts. I think that interior D linemen really stepped up in that game. And showed because that's what it's going to come down to. It's you're you're going to get Tom Brady that's going to get you in these third and shorts. And if they can convert those third and shorts on the by running the ball, then the Chiefs do have a little bit of issues with this game. But we looked really, they looked really good against the Bills. Um, another name you, we haven't really talked about, I think, except once is Daniel Sorensen is going to have to be flying around the place if they do have a, any kind of rushing attack, yeah. and he has been. So I'm excited to see where he's at. Well, I got Dirty Dan. one other guy that we haven't mentioned yet. Antonio Brown is is He's if I'm questionable. If, if right I'm not doubtful, mistaken, he, he gets a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar bonus if they win the Super Bowl. He needs that money, and I he needs it, LJ. Exactly. That was my next point. He needs it. He hungry, and I'm just telling you, seven hundred fifty thousand would get me healthy. I'd like shoot me up. Does he? Does he get it if he doesn't? If he doesn't play and they win? Yes, I think all they have to do is win the Super Bowl, and he gets a. Yeah. I believe. I believe three quarters right. of a yeah. million wow. dollar bonus, and. And like if Tom he can Brady, get healthy, end, he has to play seventy-two percent of the snaps to get his five hundred thousand dollars bonus. But yeah, I, th- I believe that AB just win the game. It doesn't matter if he has zero catches. Wow. What is his? What's wrong with him? He did he? It's his knee. It's his knee, I think. So it could keep him out. I, I haven't yeah. looked at his. Status. It was a weird one. I saw. I actually saw the replay earlier today, and he looked like, and maybe he banged it up somewhere else. But he was running across the field against the Saints, and all of a sudden he just started kind of limping a little yeah. bit. And then he, he didn't practice at all last week. And I don't know where he's mm. at right now, but he's moved to doubtful. So the reason you go get a guy like Antonio Brown is to make that one big play. Like you were talking about Sammy Watkins, make that one third down Antonio yep. Brown, make that one third and nine where they really need it. it interesting. I, uh, I Man, if he plays the guy for the bucks that I'm really watching. And I think it's the one he's kind of the unsung hero and he's been out for a while. It's one reason why you don't talk about him, but. Vita Vea in the middle. I, he's just he doesn't get stats. He's just a, a man swallower. He just takes up three guys in the middle. <laughs> a man <And> swallower. <laughs> what a name. He I'm just sure that swallows is not what he goes no, by. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And now is I realize newest, what y'all are saying. Um, is that the newest attachment he, from Manscaped? You're going to be getting a call from Vita Vea real soon. <laughs> he just takes up bodies in the middle. I'm going to leave the other one out. I'm not going to call that anymore. Uh, sorry, Vita. But I think he does... Him being back frees up. Not only do we already, we've talked over and over again about how those outside guys are already going up against backups, but then you can't double team him if you got Vita Vea, who's, who's a, uh, he takes up bodies in the middle. That, that's what we'll say. Yeah. So I, I think him being back is huge for the Bucks, And it frees up, like we talked about Devin White, if he can keep offensive linemen from being able to double to the backer and let Devin White run around, that's what makes him so awesome. So I, I think that's a big help. And I'll say all that, and I'm still taking the Chiefs like we mentioned. So yeah. I just think that offense, that offense is too good. All right. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. 
Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Let's go to the trade pops. Last week, I asked what trade or what quarterback do you really, do you want? Are you focusing on as one of these movements? And you've been on it. You've talked about it. Matthew Stafford goes to the Rams. They trade the Rams trade up the first pick in the twenty two and twenty three draft and next year's third round pick and Jared Goff to get Matthew Stafford pops. You've talked about it. What's your thoughts on the trade? You know, I I, res- I look up their size because golf looks slight, more slight to me. Stafford is 6'3", 220. Golf is 6'4", 222. I just I just found that very interesting. I would have um, guessed golf would be a lot smaller. Yeah, me too. He just – golf looks like a slighter build to me. Um, that inch that inch makes a difference, though. <laughs> an inch, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> move on. Anyway, moving on. Uh, and interestingly, too, with Stafford, did you know there was one team on his I will not play for That's list? That's right. And it was New England. Yep. He was not get, And I think it's because Patricia went back there. So, yeah, that could be it. Oh, yeah. I didn't want any part of that. 
but to get to your question, I like it. I mean, I like Sean McVay. I, I, I really do. I like, I like Stafford. I, I mean, I'm on the record liking Stafford. Um, I think that puts L.A. right in the nice. thick of things, in my opinion. Oh, wow. That's a good picture, Tony. <laughs> um, he's ready. It's good for podcasting. Uh, yeah. Excellent picture for podcasting. Uh, so I, I I liked it because I like the guy and I want to see him get a chance to win a ring. And I think with McVay and that defense and, and I, as as Tony mentioned several times during the course of the season, there was there were many times we thought L.A. was the most balanced team. Uh, and and I, that Stafford didn't hurt that. He only helped that. In, in my I think they definitely upgraded quarterback. I mean, I I have not been a golf guy for a while, and I think that I've always liked Stafford. It's interesting to me, though, and I wanted to get your thoughts on this, and Tony will start here. The Rams now have not taken a first-round selection since Jared Goff. They've yeah. been trading them left and right. They traded the 2017 one. The, the 2018 one was traded for Brandon Cooks. 2019, they traded to the Falcons. And then they traded the 20 and 21 for Jalen Ramsey. And now the 22 and 23 for the Detroit to the to Lions for Stafford. They're basically totally saying, we're not worried about getting a first round pick. We'll just take bona fide guys that we know are good. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, I mean, I guess you're, you got to go all in at some point. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, it's interesting. And uh, what they're doing, uh, you know, they've always been in the bottom half of the draft when they've done that. And so there is exactly. some, there's some uh, thought process to if I've got less than the 20, and I was reading up on this, if you've got 20 or or less, if you're 20 to 32, there's not that much value difference between 33 yep. and 45, and yep. or 33, 40. Um, and if the Rams believe they're good at the second and third the second and third day scouting, they're not as good at first day scouting. And there's something to be said about that. I think it's very interesting. Now, where they get in trouble is it becomes a salary cap issue. Now, they just helped themselves with that by shipping off dead money for Jared Goff, who's their last first-round pick, right? Now, if they have to try to re-sign Jalen Ramsey, uh, then that's going to be an issue here in two, three years. But they seem to be ready to say, we'll just deal with that then. And uh, it's a very interesting concept, but it, it's – you know, I it I think it means more for the other quarterbacks in this um uh, in, in this pool of of quarterbacks moving around than it does for anything else. But I I was surprised two firsts for for and golf. I wonder Stafford. if one of those first wasn't. I mean, I, I think it was maybe a first and a couple of seconds. It was going to take something for Stafford. I wonder if one of those first wasn't a little bit of shipping golf. Even though mm-hmm. I've read that a lot of teams were interested in golf, it wasn't just like it was like a Brock Os- Osweiler situation at all. I think it. I think teams were interested, but that at that cap, I wonder if they had to sweeten it a yeah. little bit. Oh, to take that contract? Period. Yeah, I think oh, they yeah, had they to sweeten yeah. it absolutely to yeah. do that. I just, you know, the whole like, oh, our first round picks or our first round picks will be in the 20s sounds great until all of a sudden the year goes off the hinges and we got like the Texans this year. They thought the same thing and now they, they don't have the third overall pick. Yeah. Hell, the, the Cowboys thought that and the Cowboys should never think they're great. They're always <laughs> yeah. But they thought that and they're picking the top 10. The 49ers were in the Super Bowl last year, and they're picking 12. They're, it sounds good until all of a sudden it mm-hmm. doesn't, and injuries happen. The NFL kind of is topsy-turvy, so it's it's a dangerous game to play. I can't decide if maybe 
Sean McVay just doesn't like spending time scouting. You know, like he's just <laughs> like, I'm tired. I don't want to waste time scouting. I'll just go trade all my first round picks. So then I don't have to spend that day scouting that everyone else does on the week. And he just worries well, about. Uh, but I do think, I think part of it is though, it's a, it's a, it's a known asset versus a, a risky asset. Right. And so if you think you're one player away, which I think the Rams have felt like it's been a different player every year, but they felt <clears> like this for probably a half dozen years now that they're one player away. And uh, so they're they're saying we can get that player or we could take a shot and maybe have that player. And then three years later, have a gigantic contract like their their last number one pick really or their last uh, first round pick has really kind of probably soured them on the concept. And so, um, yeah, I think it's I think part of it is them just thinking they're close. I mean, in the same way that, um, you know, the Broncos are always just one player away from being a Super Bowl champion. (laughs) Um, <laughs> I, almost, wow, I was with you till you threw wonder, that last party in Kev. I mean, LP, you might have lost me there. Well, can I? I did. I wanted to ask you guys. I heard something, um, a rumor that uh, apparently um, this trade happened right after McVeigh found out that uh, Goff had been telling other players that he'd hit his wife um, in the in the nonviolent way. Um, do you think that has anything to do Wait, with it? Or what? Is that just what? Yeah, his wife? Wait, huh? what? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Goff was saying like, "Oh man, she's a baddie. I'd, I'd, I'd go for that." And uh, that was apparently like just uh, no. McVeigh found out about that very recently. I don't know, but well, I he's not that. lying. <laughs> Have you seen her? Yeah, she's not. He's lying. not yeah. lying. <laughs> I, I take it that Sean McVeigh really doesn't. He he would probably take it as a compliment because uh, you don't yeah. you don't do a, a HBO show shirtless in your pool with your wife if you're not ready for somebody to say damn i'd hit that with your pit bull dog yeah Yeah, it's different with your co-workers though right no especially your underlings no i don't think so well i I, fair enough all right if he was worried about it he wouldn't have brought in matt stafford (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) he would have brought in somebody else i do i feel like i do feel like uh part of it was and and i think this trade might tell me more about jared golf the rams have had jared golf now for years and years and it's interesting for me to see a GM. I understand the coach, like uh, McVay didn't draft Jared Goff. He was there when he got Jer- J- Jeff Fisher did. But it's interesting to me to see usually when a GM not only drafts a guy first overall, but then gives him a big contract, they're usually not so willing to go, ah, shit, we screwed up and punt on it and even give up first round picks. And they were willing to go, yeah, Goff in the issue. And I think that's part of why they trade their first round picks because they, they realized we had their number one overall pick and we screwed the total pooch. Like we traded up and we didn't know what we were doing. So let's just go trade for Jalen Ramsey's and trade for, I mean, I guess they they paid the Brandon Cook's dead money last year to get rid of him. But mm-hmm. it's interesting to me that the method they're going with, it, it can blow up in a quick, fast, and in a hurry if it does. But I like them next year. I think it's a good yeah, trade. Yeah, I read an article that in, they interviewed an executive in the NFL that says this is the new philosophy of the Rams, is that they're, they're now going to, they see, just as LJ put it, those first-round picks are potential potential busts they're more risky they're going to use those picks to go get get a known asset in Matthew Stafford and Jalen Ramsey and they're going to go try to win themselves a Super Bowl and I think they also know they're in that they have we've talked about it before on this podcast when we talked about the Chiefs they're in that three-year window with that running back they found the running back all right that's on that rookie deal they're in that window now and Stafford's cheaper than most people think I think he's a he's only on a two-year deal now for 20 million I want to say or something like that much it's cheaper. Two years, 40, 43. Yeah, yeah so it's not ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, so I, they know they're in that sort of window where we're we're it's boomer bust now, and so they got the piece they think that's going to allow them to win a Super Bowl, and I'm okay with that. I've seen yeah. a lot of talk. I I I've seen a lot of talk that's like 
do we really know if Stafford's legit? Like he's put up his stats are awesome. Oh, he's and legit. he's putting up Hall of Fame numbers. Some people at the argument is they're all garbage or a lot of them are garbage stats. Like he's yeah. they're down by 14 in the fourth quarter and he throws a bunch. And I get the yeah. argument. Yeah. I just in the last six years of Stafford's career, his team has averaged 89 yards rushing per game. Last year, the Rams averaged 126 yards per game. I, Big difference. I, yeah, they're just they're not good. I think they've had one 100 yard rusher in the last eight years while Stafford's been there. Like he just, he just hasn't had a chance to really go to the playoffs. And I, so I'm happy he's getting this opportunity. We talked last week, and I think we got the sound today. LJ, what was it? It was Stafford's rookie year. He has a throw. It was like a, they, they were down by six against the Browns and he scrambles around and he throws a pass and ends up getting picked off. He gets smashed as he throws it picked off, but LJ, uh, he plays through an injury. We want to hear the audio. Matthew Stafford is down on the field and is not getting up. Oh, yeah, get the f*** off me. Now he does. Oh, he's Pass interference. Defense number 23. Foul court in the end zone. Ball in place at the one-yard line. Eleven. Stafford is going to have to come out of the game. Uh, he's got it. It's a shoulder problem. So that's Stafford leaving the game. He's calling for 11. That's Dante Culpepper. He's hurt. He can't play. And since he came off, he has to go sit out. But then they, play the next clip, though. Hey, that's the timeout. I can play, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. give me, get the, help me up. I can throw the ball if you need me to throw the ball. Hey! I can throw the ball if you need me to throw the ball. Is Stafford coming back in? I think Stafford will come back in the game. I did not think he was going to come back. So, dude, hurts his shoulder. It's completely out. And then the Browns call a timeout because they see what the, the Lions came in. They call a timeout because they want they, they want to readjust their defense. That now allows Stafford – you heard him. It, we'll post this, the whole video to our show notes. But he's on the sideline, and he's like, oh, shit, I can come back in. And you hear him say, get the F off me to the trainer because the trainer's like, no, you can't. Your shoulder is out. You're not <laughs> playing. And he says, no, nah, F that I can throw the ball. And then what happened? Last play of the game. Showed some real grit because he is still hurt. <laughs> I told yeah, you that's him saying it's out, it's out about his shoulder. He's tough he as hell. I love it. Yeah, the I video do. does really well. It's funny, it's not funny, but the very end, his last where he goes, ah, the last ah is because a buddy congratulated him by hitting that shoulder. <laughs> yeah, <And> so, <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but I. I get the I get the people that kind of think maybe he's just putting up garbage stats. I think I think we're kind of in agreement on this spot. He's a good quarterback, yeah. and I'm really really excited to see what I'm rooting for him at the Rams. I am too. I, I'm, I'd rather Me the Cowboys too. beat him if it comes down to NFC Championship, but if it ain't the Cowboys, I think I might. Yeah. Be I, I wouldn't hold your breath on that, Kev. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I, two things. I think nothing we mentioned here. I think is interesting. Is you know who the general manager of the Detroit Lions? You know what his previous job he, was, right? Something with LA, right? Player personnel director for the LA Rams. Oh. So the one that he, wanted golf, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so the question now is going to become: Okay, did Mc, did McVeigh get played, or did that new GM get played? So we're going to go to draft day and have that scene where Kevin Costner goes, "Where's that new kid? Give me that new kid. What's that new kid?" And right. he trades him three sec, three number twos for that number one. Anyway, we'll see what happens. But I thought that was very interesting. And last thing on Stafford, dude, he played last year with a fractured back. Not ribs, not clavicle, nothing. 
fractured back. And so that's, yep. that's just amazing to play with that. He's tough. I, I, I think it's going to, nobody knows what exactly happened down the stretch between McVeigh and Jared Goff, but something did. And uh, it, it's, it's going to be interesting to finally see what that is. So Yeah, there's definitely, it was interesting for me to find out. LJ mentioned some rumors. This one's a, a little more confirmed, but Stafford and McVeigh just happened to be, to be in be Cabo. Cabo. Yeah. <laughs> they happened to be in Cabo at the same time. And then there's also reports that Stafford had a, or he, he told him like, I want to be traded, but he also had a list and he said no to the Patriots. But the other thing he said is I'd like to go to the Rams. That's the team I want to go to. And I was reading that Peter Schrager put this on Twitter that uh, Stafford and McVay also has spoken quite a bit and that they're actually friends. They've been friends for a while because the Buffalo wide receiver coach, Chad Hall and McVay were great competitors and friends and quarterbacks at a rival schools back in the day. And Chad's sister is uh, Kelly, who is Matt Stafford's wife. So they have a weird connection. They've known each other for a while. Stafford's mm. want to come here. I kind of wonder if there's some tampering going on. Cause supposedly McVeigh called up the, the GM uh, Snead or whoever it was at, at the Rams. Like, Hey, whatever they offer, whatever we got to do, go get him. And he's got his boy. Yeah. So here yeah. we I are. Would, I would say they're being pretty smart about it as well. The Rams, because they, I believe they've come out saying that they're not going to extend him with only two years left on that deal which is smart because usually you see the teams when you trade all these first-round picks, are like, we're going to immediately pay him, get him while he's there. This is our guy, But yeah. I think they're being smart, A, because they want to see the cap next year. But, two, they're like, yeah. we want to see what you do here first. We're not going to give you all this money to then have another Jared Goff situation on our hands. And so, but also, it's another, and we should have seen this coming, but everything y'all have said, plus, who was his best friend in high school that he played Played baseball with is old Clayton Kershaw for the LA Dodgers. There, I mean, I want to hear his first text was together. To, get, get. to tell him they're coming. He's coming to LA. So, oh, that's <laughs> right. That's right. I forgot about seen that. It coming. Should have seen it coming. Uh, <laughs> and this is a conversation for another day. But I, I think it could be something for teams a little nervous about when to pay that quarterback right away because we've seen the Carson Wentz situation in Philadelphia. They don't know what exactly to do. I think they're sticking with him, but they don't know for sure. We just saw the golf one kind of blow up in their face. Josh Allen's due for an extension. I think I would pay him, but golf not, was yeah. a Super Bowl player or Super Bowl quarterback not too long ago, and now we're having to pay a first-round pick just to get rid of him. So I think it's an interesting conversation about young quarterbacks to be had. The other conversation that we'll have today is if two first-round picks go for Matt Stafford, what does Deshaun Watson go for now? Oh is, man, is he five first round? And by picks? the way, I fa- he's three days. He's only three days older than Mahomes. I mean, he is a young guy with a yeah. lot of years in front of mm-hmm. him. So, yeah. I personally, there's only one person in the NFL I would take right now to build my franchise around, other than Deshaun Watson, and it's Patrick Mahomes. I think Watson is a stud. He's an MVP candidate. I don't know what, what do you think happens with that with that deal there, uh, Jacob. I think the Houston Texans. I can't tell if this is a win for them because the price just skyrocketed even more on Deshaun Watson. Um, because it already it already seemed almost impossible for a team to get Deshaun. They already came out saying like we want multiple firsts and seconds for him. You're gonna have to trade the bank basically, and then Stafford goes for multiple firsts and uh, and Jared Goff. So I don't know how teams are gonna even a be able to obtain him. So I don't know if that's a win for Houston. But the difference between these picks though is, do you know the Rams? What Detroit Detroit knows what they're getting from the Rams is too late first most likely. Where Deshaun, they're all, you need to give us multiple, I believe, top 10 first-round picks if you want to obtain him. But it's just a win. Like It's going to take more to get Deshaun now. It, the price is skyrocketed. But is it 
I don't know that. I don't know what kind of market because he's not coming. Deshaun Watson is not coming back. He's at least what he said, and he has a no trade clause, so he gets to pick if if they trade him to whoever. Like they trade him to the Jets, and he said, "I don't want to go to New York." He can just say no, and then now you don't do that trade. So I mean, he's I not wondered, going anywhere. There's no the, yeah, way anyone can afford him that he wants. Like yeah. it's not happening. That's why I don't know if it's, it's a win for unless. Unless he's serious, LJ, that he is just not going to play. And it does sound like uh, I had his name written down. Old uh, Cal McNair, who's now running the uh, oh, Texans, freaking has McNair. totally, totally screwed up everything there. And yeah. I wonder if I wonder if Deshaun Watson does this and is able to hold out and wins, this could be huge for the NFL to make a shift kind of like the NBA. We've seen guys in the NFL demand trade like Jamal Adams, Jalen Ramsey. We've never seen a 25-year-old MVP's caliber quarterback demand a trade and get it. The NFL's worked forever. They do multi-billion dollar uh, collective bargaining deals every year to, to or every couple of years to maintain the leverage, get franchise tags and all that. If all of a sudden Deshaun Watson wins this, what's to make the next quarterback who doesn't like it in Minnesota or where? I'm just throwing out random cities, but this could set a precedent that the NFL could be pissed at old Cal McNair for ruining their leverage that they, well, they should be. What do you yeah, think? they should be. He's terrible. Yeah. I don't Plus, know. What do you I, think about what that does for the future? Yeah. It, it, that, you make a great point, Kevin LJ there. I, I just, part of me is like, yeah, you know, you need to let the owners and coaches own and coach and the players need to play because there's, there's a lot of money at stake here and they get paid pretty, pretty darn well. But I think in this case, I think Watson actually does have somewhat of a grievance and, and I wish the Players Association had something where they could say, look, this is a grievance situation. Let's go to arbitration. Let's figure this out. Because, you know, you fired his coach. You fired the general manager. He asked to be a part. He's the leader of the team. And, and it's been said a he million. He was told that he would be a part. He too. was told. In, he was in, told that. he, And he, it's been said a million times he's the face of the franchise. And if you've got a face of the franchise, there you've pretty much said, okay, we're going to involve him wasn't involved in the GM and then wasn't involved in the head coach decision at all. And, right. and, and to me, that just says, you know, fuck you, we don't care. And so I'm like, you know, okay, fine. It is, it is so detrimental to hold out. I think we've seen that time and again, when players hold out, if they come back during the season, they're going to get hurt. If they come back the next season, they're rusty and it really does hurt their chances of having a longer, a longer career. So I really hate that for Deshaun Watson because he is uh, that talented. Really would like to see the trade, and it would usher in probably a new a new era in NFL football. And um, we're kind of seeing that already with the change in offense and the change. You know, a lot of of key players are getting moved. Here's the best. This is the best scenario I've heard yet, and and I think this would really shake things up. Is for Watson to go to the Carolina Panthers for Christian McCaffrey in a first round pick. Um, and huh. uh, understand and if you, if you think, Oh no way you don't trade CMC. But if you think about it, here's a third year going to be a fourth year running back. And we all know running backs have a much shorter lifespan than, uh, or I shouldn't say lifespan, a <laughs> much shorter career. <laughs> well, I mean, than, that's probably true too, but <laughs> career than uh, quarterbacks. And, uh, uh, and, you know, Deshaun Watson's from Clemson. Uh, Matt Rule. Uh, the you know, there's a, there's a lot of connections there for Watson to go to Carolina and be their face of the franchise for umpteen years. So, huh. CMC and Teddy Bridgewater at a first for Deshaun Watson is I, I I think a pretty 
something that's been uh, tossed around, I think would be a pretty interesting trade. Otherwise, you're talking about three firsts, a second, and a third. Um, and I don't know how you can afford to give five picks in your top 30 for that Maybe guy, just so. decide your decide the Rams that the first round doesn't matter. Yeah, first round. them all to go get you a stud. I, Pops, it sounded like you were going to touch on this too. Usually I'm not that – like I don't like the player – like the James Harden thing that happened in the NBA or what they, Anthony Davis did at New Orleans. Like I don't like a guy just saying, I'm not playing. I don't want to play here when you sign the contract. But what gets me – and this is kind of Deshaun Watson's side. And there's always two sides of the story, but I kind of take his word on this one. It, I don't think he was saying you have to sign Eric Bieniemy. I think he was just saying I want to be a part of the conversation, and they didn't let him be a part of the conversation. I think he has a fair argument. Well, and, and I think Kevin un, I, unsolicited. I think I, I, they said he would be part of the conversation. They said right. they he told him that had input, and then just said "f you." You know, we're we're going to do what we want to do, and and. I mean, they traded DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I I bet they didn't ask his opinion on that. Um, I I feel for Deshaun Watson in this situation, and I think player empowerment is a good thing. Um, and they certainly do seem to have the power uh, now. At least it's it's least it's shifting. It's, now. it's starting to shift. It, it's, it's starting to shift. So I I would like to see Deshaun Watson. I mean, I, not quite because of their ages and where they are. You know, Stafford's older, and, and I really want him to get a shot. <laughs> Deshaun Watson's got some time, and I'd hate to see – I'd like to see him with CMC at Carolina. Wow, oh, yeah. what a, what a <laughs> yeah, accommodation. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. Um, but that almost be unfair. Um, yeah. But I'd like to see him get an opportunity somewhere. Like, not the Jets. I mean, I don't know, you know – I, just the Jets seem where good football players go to die. But yeah. uh, you know, even if they traded like him, I saw something yeah. kind of interesting. If they were to trade Deshaun Watson and get a top five pick or something, even if they like say they really like Justin Fields, Justin Fields' agent is the same agent as Deshaun Watson. So could they even take Justin Fields if they wanted him? I don't know. I, you might not want to go there. It's, they've screwed up a lot there. And there's a lot of. I, I would be, you know, Houston. We talked about it last. Like Houston did get a World Series a few years ago. But boy, it's tough to be a Houston fan right now. All their sports karma's coming to get you. Disarray, <laughs> pops. Would you do? I saw this trade and I thought it was interesting. I don't know if they would do it, but say the Jags call up Houston and say we'll give you the number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, for Deshaun Watson, straight up. If Deshaun Watson's not going to play for you at all, I'm giving you a bonus. Everyone says he's just a locked star. He's Lawrence is the next can't miss. Wow, I mean that's you're right, but but kind of like we talk, Deshaun Watson is a proven commodity. There is no doubt. But if he's not playing for you, at like if he's yep. if you yeah if you're, you're scared right. that he's serious, I'd probably I'd, I'd, I'd listen. I'd listen to that. I'd want something else. I'd want a little something else. Uh, yeah, I think if you're the Texans, no matter what offer, even if the offer sounds awesome, you ask for one more pick. Like, I mean, they're no divisional too, though, right? Like they're they're division. Rivals. Oh, true. Yeah. So no, oh, you can't take Watson that deal. The Texas you oh. cannot take that deal. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> a good one. I've, a good spot yeah, I've seen is Washington. If Washington would be willing to give up two firsts would... and two seconds, and then say we'll give you two firsts, two seconds, and any defensive lineman you want besides Chase Young, would you trade that for Deshaun Watson? Would they? What if they could get it away without trading the defensive lineman? I think Washington could be. Right in the thick of Super Bowl contender, if they could get Deshaun Watson, right? And keep so the court, you, even if they trade, even if you trade four for, like, I don't know if you want to give up that many first round picks, but I just so think you do, Washington, you got a young. Do you core, pull? Yeah, do you pull? Do you, do you pull the Rams and say, you know what, we we're, we'll be so young with Chase Young, with Deshaun Watson, Terry McLaurin, all these young guys. 
Do we really need we those never two have to first? Draft again. I mean, yeah. Golden. Yeah. Give him Ron Rivera. Oh, Jacob. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, okay. If I'm Washington, I do it as a Cowboy fan. I hope. I hate it. it. Yeah. I know y'all would hate it. Yeah. But just point. imagine seeing the Washington football team as a contender for the Super Bowl. Oh, I, what a time! What about one of our buddies, Kevin, time. on our things like give up on Dak and get Deshaun Watson at Dallas? I mean. So an interesting wow. thought I've had, and this is this is mm. kind of it would be kind of screwy to do to Dak, but I I believe the Cowboys could franchise tag him because he doesn't have a choice in that. So they tag him, they have his his rights, they could trade him straight up to Houston, Dak for Deshaun. You're, you're, the 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 call would be, hey Houston, we're giving you a, a a legit quarterback. He might not be quite Deshaun, but he might be. We don't know for sure. He's up there in the it's a conversation. So you get a proven quarterback, and then the Cowboys now get a long term. Deal I, with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, like, I think that's if you interesting. went Cowboys though, since it, because he's coming off the injury, you'd probably have to throw in the the first round pick, or you're gonna have to throw in one mm-hmm. of those three wide receivers, or two. That's probably what you'd have to do. Gallup. Yeah, you get. You get it, Is it, I don't well, know. I like they Gallup. wouldn't take I'd Gallup. Lamar, I think everybody would want to throw Mario yeah. over Gallup, but Gallup's a free agent the, though. I think this year, or next, he's uh, he's coming up on his rookie year, deal. I think next year. Yeah. I think this year. I think he's about to get a. He's about to get some yeah, money. Yeah, and that's the thing. Houston's not looking to win now. Exactly. And that's the that's the unfortunate thing for the Cowboys is they they don't have what you know because hell trade Zeke. You know, no, yeah. If you get Deshaun Watson, trade Zeke. You'd have to but, add a. You'd have to do that golf thing and add a couple extra first rounders. Yeah, yeah. sweeten that. Yeah. Be fine with that. Watson's just on. He's uh, we talked about it, great quarterback, twenty five years old, and he's on a compared to what quarterbacks are getting paid now. He's on the hook for one hundred forty six million for five years. That's twenty nine million a year. That Dak's asking for thirty five, I think at least. So you get it. That trade. I, I'm just saying, if you're an NFL team and you're not calling to at least see what it would take, you're doing your franchise a disservice. You got to ask. You gotta, you gotta and ask. and you might go home empty-handed, but hey, you miss 100 percent shots you don't take. So, right. <laughs> All right, so we've I think we've kind of started to wrap up the pops. Before we go, do we have your favorite thing that didn't get on the pod? Do we have something for today? I got two things. Oh boy. Okay, hit us. So my favorite time of the. I pod. saw this other thing the other day where you know you you do something on Facebook or whatever, and I know you some of you young bucks don't do facebook maybe it's just an nah. old thing whatever yeah. face what but you're looking at something real intense and all of a sudden like a spider jumps out and just scares the living shit out of you right <laughs> well, i hate that i hate the hell out of that you know what if you're my friend and maybe i'm setting myself up to get some of those <laughs> i was about to say you yeah. might need to shut but you know out. what about t- two times and i'm ixnaying you you're done. I'm tired of it. I just think you're blocking your number. And- I'm blocking it. I just can't stand that crap. Yeah. It's good though. Now we all know that you get one. You get one you get for free. One. <laughs> you get one. But two, you go. You go. You go. That is. I do know what you mean. It's like wait till the end. So you're like, that's like a climactic video. You're watching. Like, What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? And all of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> yeah. And they'll even put in there all oh, the real cute ones. Will put in there. You got to watch till the end. Yeah, F you, dude. I mean, I just, I hate that stuff. I can't stand it. <laughs> so you're saying if 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 Tony right now sent you one, he gets one. But if he sends you another one, that number might just be blocked. I just have to do without him. I'd have to just see him on here. I'd have to see him on here. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, what's number two? What else you got well, the, Okay, the other thing's maybe not as bad. I might have shot my, my big shot early. But, like, you see something interesting, <laughs> you're looking at, at MSNBC or whatever, right? And you go to something, and then it's one of those, 
Next screen. Next screen. Next screen. Slideshows. Bullshit. I don't yeah, care if it's uh, the ten most beautiful women in the world that you you don't even know. I'm not doing a next screen. I'm not doing it. If you can, if I can scroll and see them, I'll do it. I'm not next screening it. So spiders. That is annoying. And next screens. The hell with them. Not doing it. Sometimes you'll see like a, a link that's like, and I'll like be looking. Maybe it's a Saturday night. I'm bored and I want to watch a good movie. So I'll look up the top ten movies on Netflix right now. Yep. And then it'll make me hit next, next, next instead of just scrolling between videos. I'm with you, boss. That is frustrating. I guess, LJ, do you know, is that just they do it because they get extra clicks for you? Oh, yeah, ads. You you throw ads all over the page, and every time you click, you reload to a new set of ads. Free, free money. I believe that's how Bleacher Report got started, basically. They were always I know. We almost don't want to poo-poo it because we do have a website. But But no, it's the worst. By the way, if you see a a slideshow on our website, go ahead and click through every single one of them. Yeah, but also, we wouldn't do that. We're not going to throw a spider at you guys. (laughs) Speaking of spiders, by the way, there was a spider uh, in in my room that I kept alive so it would, like, you know, take care of uh, other bugs. It bit me. So... Um, that's the last time I make that mistake again. Um, you know, I've heard people say like, you know, leave the spider what? there. They can... No, yeah. I, no, I'm not. I'm killing every spider. I'm just saying this now. It's yeah. on site for me and spider. No, they're I'm like a bouncer them. at the door. I think most of them are pretty cool, but this one lost its way and, uh, we're done. We're done. When I see <laughs> it, you... when I see it, it's like Asshole. dad getting two messages for, you know, it, we're done. <laughs> You blame hey, you blame that other guy for this, right? Yeah, you go talk to your buddy who bit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why did you leave a? Why would you let a spider roam around your bed? Haven't you heard? Like, is it true that you eat like? No, that's not true. That's complete, complete malarkey. Life or something. That's a total lie. I mean, you might if you like. I feel like you told me that when I was a kid. I feel like you told me that. Oh, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. Yeah, yeah. That you eat spiders (laughs) while you're asleep. Yeah, yeah. You eat like seven spiders over the course of your life while you're asleep. That was something somebody made up to show how quickly you could spread lies on the internet. And this was like back in 2002 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a cat will steal your breath while you're sleeping. Damn right. Yeah, same same thing. Same thing. Yeah, lock your doors. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is there anything else? I've had a couple of mornings where it tasted like a cat took a dump in my mouth <laughs> i'll say that you just got all seven spiders at once oh, that's all yeah, i guess Ooh, buffalo gnats are all buzzing around i wake up it's bad i got a little something uh um, i don't know oh, go ahead. if y'all got to see anything about the senior bowl this week and the practices that were going on um but one of the standouts of the senior bowl practices has been quinn Miners. And he is a 6'3", 320-pound offensive lineman from, Boy. from of a Division three school, Wisconsin-Whitewater. And apparently not only did he have a hell of a senior bowl in practices, but he's making huge buzz because uh, of how he's been dressing at practice because he's got the Zeke look going where he's showing his stomach the entire time. <laughs> And so it's just it's a six three three hundred twenty pound white boy from Wisconsin showing off his belly to everybody, showing telling oh him he's boy. working on his abs. <laughs> so, but bring back the crop top. Baby. He looks pretty great, <laughs> but it's not very often you hear about the sick the the D three offensive lineman making news. So I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> Boy, I'm so far yeah, away from I, college football this year that when you said senior bowl, I, I totally imagine geriatrics. That's oh, the yeah. first thing I thought of. Not the pro bowl, the senior bowl. <laughs> yeah, 
What do y'all think? So we had no Pro Bowl this year because of you know. I saw they had a Madden. Didn't they have a Madden Pro Bowl? Is what I saw. Well, I was gonna ask y'all. Did y'all did y'all miss the Pro Bowl? Was it five? I watched the same amount of it this year that I do every year. So I didn't care. I usually I think I actually benefited from being no Pro Bowl. (laughs) Like usually I still like mess around and turn it on and just watch for a second. And today, or on Sunday, I got to just catch up on a few Netflix shows, do some productive stuff around the house. You know, it was nice. I didn't waste my time watching a pointless exhibition game. I do like catching, though, the skills challenges, though. That That's something I, yeah. I always like to catch. I don't know if there's any way to make the Pro Bowl, I guess, worthwhile watching. Just because just the players, it, it's they're, they're done at that point. They're, not, they're, they're out there just to have fun, but not get hurt, so... It'd be tough. Yeah, the whole when when you have a game where the guys are playing not to get hurt. Yeah, usually not going to. I mean, nobody told Sean Taylor that back in the day. (laughs) No, (laughs) when he killed Ryan Mormon on a fake punt. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Yeah, (laughs) bring back Battle of the Network Stars. There you go. There you go. Where you split up the AFL, AFC, NFC guys are all on two different teams, and you match them up with you know celebrities and uh, have them go out there. I, I think that'd be great. I'm into it. Or fa- just do a, Family Feud uh, style. Just obstacle. <laughs> no, yeah, obstacle. <laughs> no, see, because uh, you know, I there's a couple I'd like to see out there doing an obstacle course and maybe a you know broad jump and you know pull ups and stuff like that. Like, I, I think that would be fine. A little volleyball. I, I could do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, LJ. As we as we leave, uh, do you have any update on your your project you were doing where you were listening? Asking for new music. Well, so, uh, well, first off, thanks for the Steely Dan. That was uh, surprisingly good. Nice. Uh, I listened to a little. I've never listened to Steely Dan. What a vibe. That, yeah. Steely that Dan's album, I mean, that album top to bottom is pretty solid. Um, so I put together, I got a list of suggestions from the internet of about 250 albums. So that'll take me a long time to get through. And then I'm adding suggestions as I get them. And uh, so far, it's been a fun project. Uh, I've got like a spreadsheet if anybody wants to see it where I'm keeping up like of my top 10 overall, my top 10 sit down and think albums, my top 10 get up and move albums. So uh, it's a pretty cool little project so far. We'll see how it goes, but I'm, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Cool. All righty. All awesome. right. Well, if you got any suggestions? If you got any more suggestions for LJ out there, you can send them over to us. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at Just Press Play Pod. Just type in Just Press Play Podcast. We'll be the first one to pop up. And you can find us on our website at jpppod.com where we're going to have to, I mean, we have to put up a video of Stafford being a, a warrior. Oh, and we got to see that. We got to see that man's crop top. We got to see that man's <laughs> crop top too. I mean, I Googled a little bit, but a research team was going a little slow. So we'll have to do that post pod. But uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. I, I think we could probably find an interview with the sod father as well. So there you go. Shout out to George Toma. So this week we got we got some good show notes for you. So head over to jpppod.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter. If you're not already subscribed to us on Apple, Spotify, or Stitcher, make sure you're doing that. You don't want to miss out any episodes. And if you're gonna be putting money on the Super Bowl, do it over at Bet Online. Put in the promo code Armchair. Hey guys, peace out. Hope we peace. all win a ton of money. Peace. LJ and George B quads and go Chiefs. We'll do. Peace. Uh, peace. Um, by the way, if, if you are a listener on Stitcher, I'm sorry, I'm fixing it. I just realized like yesterday that we're like eight episodes behind on Stitcher for some reason. So um, I'm gonna take a look at that. So sorry if you are a Stitcher listener. You're about to get two months worth just dropping.